It's Revenge of the Fans! Welcome to Revenge of the Nits. My name is Julie, Ravelry Name Jury. And I'm Jessica, aka Sugar Sticks. Woohoo! Woo! Let's get this puppy started. Puppy? <laughs> I don't know. Puppy! Your podcast is like a puppy. You need yeah. to feed it and take care of it and love it. And it's new and yeah. cute. <laughs> I don't know if it's cute, but. Well, I think it's cute. It's a podcast. We've got a baby. The baby's cute. That's true. You can see pictures of the baby on our Ravelry group. Yes. Miss Jessica has put up post pictures from her Mario cosplay, which we will be talking about in a little bit. Yes, we will. Oh, so what are you working on this week? Well, I'm working on a lot of the same things that I was working on in the past couple podcasts. The Noro sweater that is just like dragging along. Slowly but surely. Yeah, I'm almost done with the first sleeve. I've got maybe five inches left. Ooh. Because it's about, it's about like a three-quarter sleeve length now. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be really long and uh, cozy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking five or six more inches. So you can have those those bunchy kind of emo-y sleeves. Yes, emo sleeves that emo I just put my, put my hands in. Yeah. Hide them. And I can um, call you Avril. Avril, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, and then also I have the mystery socks. Oh yes, mystery socks. And they're growing on me, but um, I I just finished the gusset, mm-hmm. and now I'm knitting the foot. I'm uh, just knitting straight for the foot. Now, did you knit your heel flap um, the way it said, or did you knit it to like a size that is actually normal? I knit it the way it said. Oh, okay. And it looks like it's going to be okay. I put it on my sock locker, and it looked okay. Oh, that's good. And I did put it on my foot, too, but it's hard to tell until it's finished yeah. what it's really going to do. So, I don't know. It looks fine so far, but it's dragging along. Yeah. I feel like everything's dragging. <laughs> You're getting a little starditis. I am. I am. Yeah. And I'm working also, the third thing I'm working on third of many. I think I counted my projects and I have like 23 or 24 or something like that. <laughs> um, and I want to cast on more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm working on the Rufus baby sweater. Ooh. Um, and that's from Vintage Baby Knits, oh, which is I the love that book. best baby pattern book that there is. I, I I'm going to say it. Agree. I'm yeah. going to stand by that. I, I feel it is the best. I love everything in it. But we should review it. We should review it. We should I'll bring a, it next time. Yeah, I have a segment idea in which we review our favorite books. Okay, we'll so, do that then. We'll do that I'll sometime. actually do a proper review of it. Um, but anyway, that sweater's from that, and I'm using Groco Ultra Alpaca. Oh. Which hopefully won't be itchy for him. No. I don't know. It's funny because you're using that Ultra Alpaca in the same colorway that I'm using for with Bar- Barocco Lustra. Oh, yeah. So we're making yeah. two, two kind of similar sweaters, except yours is much, much smaller. Yes, much smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's for me, so it's much, much, much bigger. <laughs> yeah, and this is DK. It's DK weight. Oh. Um, it's taken a while because I'm slow, but Aww. hopefully I'll finish it in time for him to fit in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the um, problem with babies. You, there's a time limit. He grows so fast, but fortunately... Like, he grows lengthwise more than he does widthwise. Widthwise, so yeah. I think it should be okay. I think it should be okay. Cross your fingers. For a while. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so how about you? Well, I am also working on the mystery socks still. Yay! Yay! I decided not to rip out the heel because I am just that lazy. I'm like, whatever, we'll see. So you're doing it as two, as two pattern. 
to yeah, the pattern. To the pattern. Okay, so same as me. Yeah. I had picked up like 21 heel gusset flap stitches because I think it's a 19 and that wasn't enough. So it's even bigger than oh. it was before because I forgot to decrease those extra ones out. I can do it at the end, I guess. But yeah. uh Yeah, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and right now in my hands I have Ta-da! <laughs> the missing scarf has been found. Oh, I'm so excited, everybody. Like, I actually almost cried when I found it because, <laughs> as you might recall, um, this scarf went missing and it is a Christmas present for my father. So I really needed to get it back because I had already already had so many problems with the scarf where I'd ran out of, I'd realized I didn't have enough yarn and I had to go on eBay to get the matching colorway because it was discontinued. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to not finish, I'm not going to finish the scarf. It just had to happen. Yeah, it's really cool though. Oh, thanks. It looks really nice. There are these cool like wrap stitches. Yeah, you know, it's kind of. Pattern. What pattern is this? It's from, um, it's the the cabled scarf from 60 Quick Knits. Let's see, what's it called? Oh, okay. Um, I know I can just put this in the show notes. Triple and, Cable Scarf. Okay. And is this, is this Cascade 220 that you're using? No, this is Patton's Classic Wool. Patton's, okay. Yeah. And they discontinue colors like people change socks. So, <laughs> you know, God forbid, I bought this color a year ago and it was just gone. Oh. But, um, you have enough, though, right? Yeah, what happened was I, uh, I cast on thinking I had enough. And I realized that one of the balls that I had for it was actually on my loom, oh. making a scarf. And I said, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so yeah. I, had to, I had to go and buy more. I had enough for the, the scarf on the loom or the scarf that I'm knitting. And I'm right. like, I want to be able to do both. So I had to go on the eBay and buy some more. But fortunately, the dye lot oh, is okay. Because, you know, big, big mills like that are usually... Usually yeah. pretty similar with dialogue. Yeah, and you can always interchange yeah. um, rows right. to lessen the, right, the but you, color change if there is one. Yeah, but you totally can't tell on here. That's an Elizabeth Zimmerman trick. That's true. <laughs> and a matter of fact, um, one of the blogs I read, I think it was Red Shirt Knitting, which is my favorite blog ever, um, she has a really good example of when dye lots go bad. Oh. But I will link in the show notes because you guys got to see this. You could, would not believe that there's the same color. Yeah, so this scarf actually spent a week at my favorite Mexican restaurant. <laughs> See, what had happened was I brought it because the service at the restaurant can be slow. And I thought, oh, I'll have time to knit. Well, it turns out that not only was the service fast, but I also had a giant margarita. <laughs> so giant margaritas and knitting do not mix. And I left the scarf at the restaurant. And it was tough to get back because I called them on Monday and said, "Where's you know, do you have it? And they didn't understand what I was talking about when I said knitting, because there's kind of a language barrier. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's like a scarf, but it's not finished. There's a ball of yarn attached there's to it. sticks and string yeah. hanging off the end. <laughs> and finally, I'm, I called them back a week later, and they said, oh, yeah, we have it. We found it. And I went back, and I got it, and it smells like a margarita. <laughs> that's okay. I'll wash it. That's an all right smell. It is. <laughs> you ask me. That's it's actually right already smell. faded out. Yeah. It's, uh, but um, it smells like my house it. again, which is an okay smell, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I no, hope. Not a margarita. Though. Yeah. 
So Cursed Scarf is back, and it's going to keep the name Cursed Scarf, because it really yeah. is. Yeah, well, because it's not over yet. Yeah, and I managed so. to royally screw up the cable pattern a couple times, and I had to rip back an inch or so. And Who's going to know? Yeah. Who's going to know? And those wraps you mentioned are the only spot where I need a cable needle, because I've been cabling this without a cable needle. I can't do that. Oh, really? No. It's not too hard. I'll tell you. I can't you. do it. I've tried, and I just don't know how people do it. Well, I'm using these bry spun needles, which mm-hmm. have the nice, like, scoopy tips like this. Yeah. And it makes it a lot easier for the big cables. I don't know. I just feel like I can't, I just can't figure it out. Because there's a 3x3 three three cable in this, and that's kind of big for doing it without a cable needle. But the wraps, you have to have a cable needle because you have to take the, the stitches off and wrap the yarn around them. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. I have this for once in every, like, 20 rows kind of irritating. I'm just using a four-inch double-pointed needle for my cable needle. Mm, yeah. I just stick it in the scarf when I'm not using it. So, well, it that was a lot of information about the scarf. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, it's a cool scarf. It's, so. a, it's a heck of a project. Yeah. So, um, I'm also working on the fire starter socks. Woohoo! Which <laughs> are in my, my uh, yarn that I dyed with my knitting group. Yes, and it's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Oh my goodness, I love that yarn. Yeah, I went out trying to get a purple, and I did a I did a pretty decent job. I was kind of surprised. No, it's very purple. <laughs> and I call it the Abby Cadabby yarn because it looks like Abby Cadabby from Sesame Street, who is a a newer Muppet on the show for all oh. you people without small children. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know who that is. Yeah, and she's a she's a blue and purple and pink Muppet. So cool. it came out looking like her, but this pattern I'm. I'm getting the sock done in spite of the pattern and not because of the pattern. Because uh, fire starter? Yeah. It's not it's not good. You don't like it? I uh, one commenter on Ravelry said that it was way too detailed in some places and way under detailed in other places. Okay. And I'd agree with that. Okay. Plus it's she has you do a make one pearl right next to some traveling stitches. Uh-huh. Some or some knit through the back loop stitches and it's very difficult to do so I was grumbling about that and I couldn't get the toe right but that was Mm -hmm. probably my fault and but the the pattern is really pretty and it's gonna make a really nice sock and I can't really falter just because the entire leg is knit without a single regular knit stitch it is all knit through the back loop they're yeah they're all twisted they're all twisted ribs that's what makes that cable really stand out yeah it does so but I yeah I like the pattern well I mean I've never knit it, but I like the look, the of, look the of it. Pattern. Yeah, here it is. It's simple with just a little bit of flair. Yeah, and it's it's really good for like she said she designed it for uh, for hand dyed yarn, hand painted yarn. So mm-hmm. it works really well for that. Yeah, it's really nice. Even if it makes me want to stab myself in the eye with the knitting needle. Well, I mean, cables and twisted stitches are kind of they have a really nice effect, but it is kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of things I would have I would have written on the pattern differently, but in the end, I mean, it's a really well designed sock. It's just not yeah. the pattern is not to my taste. The actual written pattern of the sock. Oh. I like the sock, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be knitting it. Yay! Knitting review. Welcome to the reviews portion. What do we have to review today? Let's take a look. Oh, this one's free. Y'all can look at it. You what? can't. This, it's a. We're reviewing something that's free to look at. Oh, free to look at, right? Yeah, not free to yeah. buy, but yeah. free to look at. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, the Twist Collective Winter 
issue Woo! is live. Oh, Twist Collective. And we're fans of oh. Twist Collective in general. Yes. yes. Um, it's a really cool way to sell patterns. Yeah, I um, think so. Very cool, very cool. Um, so I think we're just going to take turns and talk about things we like, and then okay. we'll talk about things we don't like. How about that? Okay. First that of work? all, yeah. You can go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> first of all, I love, I, like, a bunch of my favorite designers are in here, like Susanna IC and Mari Muinanen, and um, who else was in here that I liked? You know, a lot of people. Um, <laughs> Joe McGowan Michael. Oh, there you I go. I love her. Sylvia Harding, whose stuff I either like or hate. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of a like, <laughs> you know. Ann oh. Hansen's in there. There we go. Just everybody's favorites. Amy Herzog. But yeah, I... Can I just say there are three mitten patterns, four mitten patterns in here. And all of them are winners. All of them are winners. All the hats, too. Yeah. And I'm really picky about my mittens and hats. So that's saying something for me. <laughs> because I there are very few... I, there are very few hats I can wear yeah. without looking like an idiot, I think. So... <laughs> It's surprising to me that I was like, oh, I knit that, I knit that. Yeah. I love, yeah, some of the hats, not all. <laughs> There's a toy in this issue of Twist Collective, two toys, Little Knit Vikings, um, called Leaf and Astrid, and they are adorable. They are super cute. I don't know if I'd knit them, but yeah, I'd knit them if I had the, if I had the yarn. I yeah, think. I wouldn't go out and buy the yarn to mm-hmm. knit them, but if I had leftovers from yeah. other things, I would knit them. And they're in pretty popular colors, you know, gray and peach and... Yeah, yeah. Orange, wait. And you can probably make them however you want. Yeah. Colors, whatever colors you have. That's true. You can make some fluorescent pink. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Vikings. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Vikings wore a lot of fluorescent colors. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple sweaters in here that I like. Um, I like the Georgie Fair Isle sweater, but alas, since I am a 53-inch bust... Oh. I've got a lot of busts to my bust. <laughs> it does not fit me. No, it goes to 50. Yeah. I uh, I can look at it and think, gee, I need to lose some effing weight, but, you know. Eh. Eh. Of other particular note is the Greenway, or Greenaway, sorry, Greenaway pullover that uh, I, know oh. you're, I know you're a big fan of that's it, too. One, that's one of my favorites in the whole collection. I love it. It's got this cute smocked neckline. It does. And it's in an Aran weight, so it's, you know, not going to take a thousand years. Yeah. The color is pretty. It's Blue Moon Fiber Arts. Yeah, I wouldn't make it in that, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably not, because that's a lot of money. Sorry. Baby baby sneezing oh. in the background. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't make it with that yarn. I'd probably use just a simple, ah, you know, hell, yeah. why not? I'll make it in Blue Moon, Blue Moon Fiber Arts. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's see, a make-believe pattern. Like, it's a make-believe project, so I might as well knit it. We could do a knit-along sometime. Ooh, that'd be fun. We could have a green-away knit-along. Ooh. A green-away-along. Although I'm, I'm not allowed to buy yarn for a really oh, long time. Oh, that's true. But this wouldn't take that much yarn. Actually, I might have enough yarn, but I think it's... I have a scratchy kind of wool, mm-hmm. so I don't think I'd want to use it for that. I have a green yarn that I could use for it, like a dark forest green. Mine's actually green, too, but it's like a lime green. Oh, okay. Nice. Anyway, that's a really good pattern. Yeah, and I like the beading and the smocking, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, it's $7. And it would exactly fit me. So, Yay. hooray! Um, I also like, I, I know I mentioned the uh, the mittens, but of particular note are the forest mittens. I'm a big uh, Fair Isle fan mm-hmm. these days, so the forest mittens are right up my alley. It's your thing at the moment. It's my thing. <laughs> Having just finished those uh, 
Heart of the Mesa Mittens, which I finished, you guys. I forgot to mention that. They're finished. Oh. I just have to block I have to block the second one, but that's not hard. I mean, wash, put on towel, stretch a little bit. Yeah. Go have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. Watch it dry. Watch it dry. Also of note in this uh in this issue is the let it snow hatter- pattern pattern. It is a pattern because there's a hat. Pattern? It's a pattern. <laughs> hat and mittens. We've coined a new phrase. It's a pattern. <laughs> Um, it's a toque and a pair of mittens, and it is knit in Briggs and Little Regal, which is a worsted weight, so those would go pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the, oh, I guess it's just traveling stitches, or is it, oh, I see, it's stockinette on reverse stockinette. Okay. To make the, the snowflakes stand out. Oh, that's real simple, then. Yeah, and I could totally see this as a Christmas present for someone. Yeah. They're, they're I probably really won't be making this one. Oh, uh, I will. I, think. I don't know. I, I say I, I would make it, but then I never get to them. But. I don't like it enough to buy it. Oh, that's and that's a problem with a lot of twist collective patterns. It's like some like they're cute, mm-hmm. but but yeah, if you're not going to buy it, then you're not going to buy it. Because a lot of them are like six to eight dollars. Yeah, and so like if I could get a magazine with like multiple mm-hmm. patterns that I like for that much, yeah, you're going to get. That I have instead. a really hard time buying something that I only kind of like. Right. And that's the thing, you know, there was a really interesting discussion about this on Ravelry where someone asked, why would I buy a bunch of twist collective patterns? But someone mentioned, you don't have to buy them until you actually intend to make them. Well, yeah, and I I buy a lot of patterns. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't have a problem buying patterns, but in order to buy an individual pattern, I have to really like it. Right. And I usually don't buy a pattern until I'm ready, like I have my yarn and I'm just sitting there ready to cast on, is when I then I finally buy the pattern. Oh, see, I'll buy them and stack them up. Uh, a little bit. They, yeah, I don't buy a lot. They live in my faves, mostly. This is the sound of Warren's toy. Don't mind us. Okay, what patterns did you like out of Twist Collective? Okay, well, let's start at the top here. Because okay. <laughs> I like a lot in this, this issue, actually. Mm-hmm. So, other than the ones that I chimed in about already, because we don't need to talk about them twice, mm-hmm. um, I really liked the Lara hood. Oh, right. The yellow? The, it's like a yellowish color... It looks like it's got like a cable-y lace pattern on it. Yeah. I can't really see it. Yeah, it's it's um it's got an embossed diamond pattern throughout the bottom. <laughs> and it's got a little peaked little tassel on the bottom. Yeah, with it's the pom-pom. super cute cuz it's more like a bonnet. Yeah. And so it doesn't sit tight on your head. It's a hood. Yeah. It doesn't sit tight on your head cuz I can get headaches really easily from Oh yeah. And it's it's lightweight. It's DK. Yeah, yeah. Which would take a little while to knit, but that's okay. It's just a hat. Can't take that long. Okay, what else do we have here in Twist Collective? Um, I really like the Lalu. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Oh, the Lalu pullover. Okay. Um, I like this one, too, except, it's, again, it's is not it, in my size. Is it but Kid Silk Haze? It is Kid it Silk Haze. Like it. Yeah, so it's Kid Silk Haze. It's got this really pretty, like, cowly neckline um, that's lacy. And then... The arms are also the same lacy pattern. Yeah. It just looks really nice. I don't know. Yeah, it's really pretty. I mean, it's the kind of thing that it's, you know, since it's kids silk haze, it's entirely transparent. But you wear it under over a camisole like they have in the picture, and it's just really cute top layer. It looks like it would be warm because it's kids silk haze without being heavy because it's lace. Right. Right. So, how many skeins or balls does it take? Oh, does it, say? it doesn't say, but it takes um, between nine hundred sixteen and twenty sixty one yards. Okay, because um, kids' okay is not cheap. No, it's not. Um, um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, I really love the mod 
the Mod Podge or whatever. Here's oh, the that. Mod Podge? Mod Podge by Adriana Hernandez. I love it. You love it? I love it. Tell me how much you love it. I love it a lot. Oh, hey, it's, it's in my size. It's Aaron Waite again, so uh, pretty quick. it'll be pretty quick. But also, it's uh, like the border of it is seed stitch. There's a cute little belt. There's an awesome collar. Yeah. Oh, it's just stocking out with seed stitch. It looked it looked a little more textured. That must be the yarn that they're using. It looks yeah. really textured. It's really quite simple. Yeah. So that it's really cute, and I like it. I love I love the like off center collar. Yes, that's my favorite part. It's really cute. And you and can button the collar up like in, in a turtleneck and that's super cute too. Yeah. So that's the Mod Podge. That's one that I could I don't see myself knitting it, but I really like it. Yeah, I could see myself knitting that one actually. Uh-huh. Um I so, like I like the Melek socks from my one of my favorite sock designers, Stephanie Vanderlinden, uh-huh. from Around the World in Knitted Socks, which is one of the greatest knitting books ever, I think. Or at least of this year. Word. Yeah. But they are, they're twisted stitches galore, so it would probably drive me up the wall, given that <laughs> just the fire starters yeah. are driving me up the wall. More twisted than the fire starters, yeah. so I don't know about that one. But I really like the story they used for that, where it's like, what would the designers design for themselves? So all of these pictures are of the designers in their in their outfits. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty neat. In fact, um... Anne Hansen, I read her blog, and she has the cute leaving sweater. Yes, and I wrote love a bit her about blog. It. Yeah, knit she's, spot, right? She's one knit of those spot. overachievers. Yeah, <laughs> like here are the three sweaters I have knitted. It's like, oh, all right, that and Wendy knits. I, I past week. Yeah. Now, granted, I know she couldn't talk about this one for a while, so they were test knit by other knitters. Yeah, across you know a span of a month or two but mm-hmm. still it's like here's these three sweaters ta-da right like, right sigh <laughs> okay so now as with any pattern collection there are a few that aren't so great yeah so let's talk about the duds in this book or okay. not book magazine online magazine well the first one that i have something to say about i actually like the pattern it's the Tinley jacket. Mm-hmm. And who's that by? I, I Mona Schmidt. Okay. Mona Schmidt. Um, I really like it. It's just a simple um, knit pearl pattern that makes like a cool textured waffly stitch. Um, but the thing is, is there's a sweater that I've been wanting to knit that I think is a Barocco pattern mm-hmm. called Meyer or Mayer. Mm-hmm. I think it's Meyer. And it is brioche stitch and it looks awfully similar. Really? And I kind of. It has the same, like, triangular collar. Mm. Not triangular, rectangular collar. Yeah. A and big so, shawl collar. Yeah. it's like, And so, I don't know. I kind of would rather knit that one, mm. and it's free, as opposed to $7. That's but true. Not, not saying anything bad about this pattern, because one is brioche. This, this one, one is waffle. Is a, like a waffle stitch. So, this yeah. one would be take less yarn and be easier to knit. Right. So, I mean, you can cut your budget by just buying yeah. a pattern and... So if you like Tenley, but it's not quite right for you, look in the show notes and we'll post the one that's similar. Yeah, I really like, I don't know. I like that one better. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And then another dud, in my opinion. Well, which one was a dud? Oh, yeah. Freya. Oh, Mara Muinen, no! I know, and I love her patterns, but this one, I just, I, I don't know. It's not speaking to me. It's not at all my style. It's, it's... Well, Clever, but it's almost clever for the sake of being clever. The thing is, that I don't think it's really anyone's style. It doesn't look like it would be flattering on anyone. The weird, like, swoop of the cable pattern. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know, it just is weird. And then there's 
these bottles that are placed in odd yeah. positions. I don't understand. I definitely why like they're where they are. <laughs> I definitely am a little weirded out by the bobbles. And I, now, see, I could see possibly knitting it without any bobbles. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like it makes it look sloppy. It interrupts the, the flow of the cables. It's a little too artsy for me. I think. Yeah, it's it's too fancy pants. From the back, it looks really nice. I mean, that's not saying a lot, but... Right, because it's just plain in the back. Yeah. <laughs> but the collar is really nice, and the way... I do like the collar and the sleeves. And this, the way the sleeves travel is really nice, but other than that, I'm just like, uh, no. There there are two other coats that she's done that I like better than this. Oh, yeah, Sylvie. Easily. Sylvie, of course, and um, Snowdrop, I want to say. I don't remember the name of it. I'll look okay. it up. <laughs> um, Show notes. Yeah. Um, and then there's some more that are just kind of meh, like Blair and Fireside. They're both the, your traditional button-up, wear-around-the-house kind of cardigan that I'm just kind of... Just simple, yeah, yeah. Simple cardigans. Kind of boring. Which is better than being, you know, completely terrible. Yeah. There was <laughs> yeah. one I really did not like. Um, oh, Rosalia. Rosalia? <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say is, ha! <laughs> I actually kind of like this, believe it or not. I don't think it's very flattering. It's not at all flattering, but I'm just looking at it as I a, like the color look. work. Yeah, I was like, oh, color work, yay! But it's just color work for color work's sake, yeah. and you know, it's a very interesting pattern. It's not very. I don't know. I like things to be fitted and flattering. And right. This is just not. See, I'm not. Much, <laughs> I, I like things that are a little looser on me, so that's pretty cool. It's not in my size though, so you know, fuck them. But <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Mm, sort of, <laughs> but yeah. yeah so, all in all, we really like this issue. Yeah, I would probably. There's a couple of other things that I liked from it. Yeah, yeah. There's some. To... Everything else is in the middle. It's you know. Yeah. It's good, but it's not mentionable. Yeah. Mentionably good. Yeah. So there you go. Take a drink, Lisa, said that we need to commit to the the phrase mama like a little more. So we got to try this out. Ready? Mama Mama like. Is that better? (laughs) Anywho, what are we liking today? Well, first thing that I'm liking is my awesome Dreaming Colors sock yarn. What what is the name of the yarn? Um, Rustic. Rustic. I don't think they sell it. Oh, okay. Well, it's kind of thick and thin. Yay. And very cool. And it was a birthday gift. Happy birthday! Yay! yay. For Julie. Because my birthday was November 14th. Hooray. So, yay. Yeah. Um, and I love it. Oh, I'm glad you like it. I'm excited. <laughs> um, and she bought it at the Dream and Color second sale. I surely did. Uh, which I was not able to go to because I was at that convention, yeah. which we'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I hit it up 9 o'clock sharp. Was there with like I don't know twenty five people probably? Oh wow! Line. Yeah, lined up. Oh yeah, wow. um, it was it was awesome. Dreaming Color is very close to where I live, and I missed the last time they had a second sale because I was on vacation. And I actually did think about hmm, maybe I should move my vacation to accommodate the Dreaming Color sale. <laughs> I, I did I did not actually do it, which means I'm not really crazy, <laughs> just kind of crazy. So. 
I got, hmm, I got like, what, six skeins of sock yarn? Something like that. All lovely. All very lovely. I got some of their new Everlasting uh, sock base. And, Which is? Um, you know, I don't know. I will have okay. to look. Okay. I'm not sure what makes it different from their current sock base. Hmm. which is smushy. Right, which is just super wash. Merino, right. Yeah. Um, maybe there's some nylon in it. Maybe that makes it everlasting. Oh, maybe. yeah, maybe. I will look, and I will put it in the show notes. Sounds about right. And I got some <laughs> I got some classy worsted weight for a friend, which I mailed mm-hmm. off to Portland. And then I got I, I got some starry, but I had to put it back because I was over, I had too much money. Oh. I was like a kid at a candy store. Starry I'm like, is so cool. One, though. two, like, she's like, okay, now you, it's 112, and I'm like, I only have 100, I have to put something back. <laughs> let's put the starry back. Okay, Aww. now it's 102, now let's count out my quarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally the lady, uh, I think it was, I think it's Veronica Van, the lady in charge actually, was very oh, nice, and she's like, oh, just take it. And I was like, okay. Aww. So I, 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 I was I was comped a dollar. God, God bless her for yes. that dollar. Aww. Like, oh, That's I was nice. I was really embarrassed. Just oh, kind of, whatever. Yeah. Yes, so it was I will post pictures of my haul because And it is quite a haul. It was it was pretty. If you if you ever see these sales come up, you should definitely go because this is all you know, it's all seconds. It's all colors that they didn't decide to use. Which or, just means that they weren't satisfied, but they have really right. high, like, quality control, I think. Right. And, and so, you know, something that they say is a second, you know, yeah. perfect for a second sale to me is, like, <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's all test colors, and yeah. it's all, you know, this the, this sale, it was all first quality stuff. Oh, like, okay. The last time I went to one, it was it was second quality, but it was starry where the, the silver rubbed off. So when the silver rubbed off, it was just perfectly normal stock, sock yarn. Yeah, with a little bit of, like, plastic in there. For, Running through it, for yeah. For extra strength. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, that's still perfectly good to me. I made some great socks out of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dreaming color, you're a winner. Winner in my book. And you're local, and I like supporting local. Yep. Oh, so what else are we liking today? Oh, I've got a product. I didn't... Oh, 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 okay. Julie, I pick you. Oh, yay. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't even watch Pokemon or play Pokemon games yet. But there it is. Eyebrows are raising. You guys can't see it. I totally want to play Pokemon games. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Sheepy Time Knits. Mm-hmm. This is a company I had not heard of, but I found it on the I Die for Doctor Who group. They mentioned, hey, here's a whole bunch of Doctor Who themed yarn. And I wait. said, this is relevant to my interests. Uh, wait. The name of the group is I, I Die. D-Y-E. Oh, punny. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> carry on. So it's, a, you know, an indie dyer um, on Hyena Cart. And they have Time Vortex. And they've got, oops, got to scroll down here. Timey Wimey and Wibbly Wobbly. Yep. A screwdriver, screwdriver, which is uh, bigger on the inside, which I think is my personal favorite. It's yellow and gold and blue, and it is really the color of the inside of the TARDIS. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is. I love adipose. Adipose. You can and actually knit a little adipose in out of it. Yeah, that would be so awesome. Yes. And I love Gallifrey. Gallifrey. That's oh, my favorite. That is, and it's so perfect. Like, if you watch some of the old videos, they show oh, Gallifrey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Totally. It's gorgeous. like orange with, like, it looks like little bits of blue mm. and gray. It's but fiery. it's like a nice red orange it's it's, it's, it's kind awesome. of the color of fire and time vortex is my other favorite and that's it looks like it's like a black 
with like base kind of, with some like pink purple and, green. and pink and green. Yeah. And it's really cool. Yeah. So these are. Let's see how much these are. They've. She's got a whole bunch of different bases. Yeah. Oh, one of her bases is all your base, that, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah. All any, your base. Any geeks out there are gonna know what we're talking about. All your base. Yes. All your base. And it should belong to us, shouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, softer but not quite as durable as sheepy feet. I'd probably buy it in sheepy feet. I might just have to buy it in all your base. Yeah. Because it's funny. Because it's called all your base, and it comes with a button. A it button? Comes, it comes with a nerdy little button. Aww. Like, oh, uh, where are they? They're at the top here. Sheepy time. They're Sheepy so time. Yeah. And her, her, they're pretty reasonably priced, too. 20, 22? 22, 24, yeah. Oh, so Sheepy Feet is the, the most affordable. Looks yeah. like, at 20. That's a good price. All your base is 22. Um, and then it goes up from there, it looks like. Yeah. So very, very cute. Yes. And I know that she's running low on some colors, but she said in the group that she does do custom dyes if she runs out. Oh. So if you're really, do- if you're really jonesing for something. Yeah, I might have to, uh, see, I put a moratorium on yarn buying. Oh, look what I did. Then I gave uh, you some. That doesn't and count. Now, and now, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, gifts are okay. Hint, hint. But man, I really want that Gallifrey yarn. Um, I know. <laughs> I might break it. Break oh. the moratorium. I'm so weak. I'm so weak. <laughs> weak versus yarn. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh RPG humor. You're never yes. you're never yes. old and rarely nope. funny. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I laughed. Okay, so uh, what nope. else do we like? Is there anything else? Nope. Nope, that's it. No. Nope. We Sorry. don't like anything else. Nothing at all. Next segment. <laughs> Nerdery! Nerdery! Nerdgasm! Nerdgasm. Oh yeah, we could do nerdgasm. Oh, well that's at the... Well yeah, we can just put it all in one today. Yeah. This is all a nerdgasm! Nerdgasm! Oh... (laughs) We're talking movies today in Nerdgasm. Movies! There's lots of nerd shit going on in the movie industry. Yay! (laughs) First of all, as a friend of mine pointed out, fantasy is becoming a lot more mainstream, thanks to books like, as much as we hate to admit it, Twilight, Twilight. you know, and, you know, Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Shine on, you crazy diamonds. (laughs) Pink Floyd reference. Yay! Yay. Um, Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> so there's more fantasy in I the movies. I broke Julie. <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast is a success. Yay! <laughs> I broke my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fantasy. <clears throat> fantasy. Fantasy. Movies. Let's get serious here. Uh, yes, serious about fantasy. Um so, you know, there are some more fan- fantastic movies coming out and some not-so-fantastic movies, but one I saw a trailer for recently is called Red Riding Hood. Ooh. Yes. And on the plus side, it's got Gary Oldman. <laughs> yes. And Gary Oldman is the greatest actor ever lived. That's the noise I make when I hear his name. <laughs> yes. Now, you might disagree with me, but don't worry. Next week, I will have a new greatest actor who ever lived, but you can't disagree with me that he's fantastic. Gary Oldman? So, Gary Oldman. Oh. Yes. Man, I love that man. His best movie. Well, no. Okay. Yes, it is. Just say it. Fifth element. Yes, it is. 
He's so awesome in that movie. I love him. Love, I had love, no love, idea love he was him. British, and he's got the most perfect <laughs> Texas accent in that he's movie. He's amazing. Yes. He's amazing. And his other his other best movie, the one I was kind of like, yeah. is Leon. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, you need to see it. You need oh. to see Leon, not okay. the professional, because oh. Leon is a longer. It's like the director's cut. Oh. It's like what they showed in Europe. Gotcha. And they took things out because it was too like mm. kind of almost not pedophile-y, but you know, a little hinky. Yeah, it was a little, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whoops. But it's an amazing movie. Yeah. And he was actually a real bad guy in that. Oh. Like, like, ooh. Ooh. But yes, Gary Oldman is in this, and um, Amanda Seyfried. Yes. Who was awesome in Mean Girls. And we were talking about how we love her eyes. Yes. She's very, like, yeah. She's doe-eyed. <laughs> doe-eyed. Yes. That's good. That makes her sound like she looks stupid, though. No, she's just, you know. They're very, like, angled. Yeah. And, I don't know. I like so. them. And she was fantastic in Mean Girls, so... Which was, yeah, a surprisingly good movie. Yes. But we decided it was because Tina Fey had a hand in it. Yep. And she's awesome. Yep. And what else do we have? Um, oh, there is a, on the more realistic front, uh, based on actual events, mm-hmm. Devil in the White City. Yes. They're making a movie. And we included this in Nerdery because, you know, it's a book. It's a movie based on a book. <laughs> Who reads books with nerds like you <laughs> and us? Um, so I haven't actually read it. Oh, you haven't. That's right. I'm going to lend it to you because it is yes. a fantastically good book. And I am going to read it. And it's a little freaky when you realize that it's based on actual events. It's pretty much nonfiction. It's, right. And it's centered around the World's Fair in Chicago. The Columbian Exposition. Yes. The Columbian Exposition. The first World's Fair. Um, was it the first? I believe it was. Oh, okay. I believe it was. And then St. Louis followed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, Devil in the White City Movie yes. coming out starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Squeeze. See now you're a Leo fan. I'm I'm like, yeah, he's okay. Mm. Here's the thing, I was not a Leo fan when he was like the teeny bopper heartthrob yeah. that everyone was like, oh Leo. I started liking him later on. Wow. After Titanic. Gotcha. Yeah. See I hated Titanic. I liked Titanic, but I wasn't about him. Yeah. You know who I liked um in Titanic? Was the cute Italian boy. Oh. Uh, Danny Nucci, I think? I, Something like that. Oh, he was so cute. Um, I'm excited about it because the screenwriter is the author of the book, which is always a plus in my opinion. Oh, I didn't know that. That helps. Cool. That helps a lot. Yeah, er, Eric Larson. Oh, speaking of watching movies, I think I heard I heard there's a movie coming out this week that's some Yeah, people, what was that? Oh, what movie? Oh, it's about some, that, some about some what, magician? Yeah, it's like this weird obscure art film yeah. that's coming out. <laughs> It's part of a series. I think it's like the fourth one. How can we never have heard of this before? I don't know what it is. Oh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally lying. I have all the books in hardcover, whatever. Oh, I don't. I don't, but I've seen the movies yeah. thus far. Oh, I'm very excited about this. Especially if you don't know what happens in Harry Potter 7. I'm not going to say too much about it, but it's intense. <laughs> it starts out by killing off all your favorite characters, and I'm totally not even kidding. Spoiler. <laughs> I mean, you know. Whatever. <laughs> in, case, in case you care. That's yeah. a little... You're supposed to say spoiler before you say things like that. I know. Not after. Well, I didn't say who your favorite characters were. And <laughs> oh, lot, that's true. They do They do kill off a lot of people who are popular in this book, yeah. though. Not gonna say who. Okay. But, you know, J.K. Rowling has no mercy. Uh, no. So. She does not. But, yeah. But we're oh. excited. We aren't sure when we're gonna see it, because um, it's gonna be crazy for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah, what with Thanksgiving and everything, and us having to find a babysitter, yeah. because I don't think Caroline at three and a half would be terribly interested in the seventh Harry Potter movie. Yeah, and Warren at four and a half months isn't... At all interested. He's busy playing <laughs> with his toes right now. Yeah. 
and making so, noises. Yeah, so that's his life. But Must you know, be nice. You know what Caroline did like is um what came out on Blu-ray this week and in DVD Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, she liked it. She liked it. She loved Probably it because there's lots of color and action. Yeah, lots of action, lots of color, lots of neat little things happening, lots of music. It's a great movie. Pick it up if you haven't seen it. I really wanted to see that one because it's based off a graphic novel. Yes, series. and the graphic novel is really good. I hear it is. Yeah. I haven't had an opportunity. I'm really behind in the graphic novel scene. I used to be, like, all up on it. Knew I knew really, all the cool ones that were coming out, that. you know. Well, this one, it's really great because it starts out, like, here's his normal life, normal life, normal life, you know, like, normal things. It starts out Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler, and they joke about that. And all of a sudden, yeah. but at the end of the manga, right at the very end of the manga, the graphic novel, they're like, right. oh, here's this crazy comic book thing that happens. And yeah. you're like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> And there's a bunch of video game nerdy references and video yeah, game music. Yeah, it's, it's, total it's totally appropriate yes. for, for nerds. For nerds. It's a very nerd movie. Some of my friends were like, it's the greatest movie ever made. I wouldn't say that, but it was extremely entertaining. Yeah, I need to see it. Yeah. I like Michael Sarah, even though a lot of people are over him. Yeah. He was perfect for Scott Pilgrim, though. You know, the loser. Yeah. The loser who wants to be a winner. Also out on DVD this week is, not this week, but since we last talked, is Toy Story 3. Which is like the first two Toy Stories, only horribly depressing. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's a, uh, no, it's a good, it's it's heartwarming in the end, but I don't know. My daughter, my daughter watched it last night and she wanted to watch it again today. And I was like, I don't know if I can handle it again at this soon. <laughs> I don't think so. I have to finish grieving. And you're still watching Angel and Buffy. I am. Yeah, I'm on season three of Angel mm-hmm. and season six of Buffy. And I could have swore it was over with season five for Buffy. You're kind of hoping it was over with season five, huh? And it wasn't. Sigh. And it was like, how is it possibly continuing? Yeah. And then they did something. They did something to continue it. Yeah. I know I know the show's been out for a while. I know we haven't gotten that far. Yeah. So I don't want to ruin what happens. Uh, but they, did a co- mean, they did a comic book ret- retcon kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. It was just... It's getting more and more unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know, yeah, vampires real believable. <laughs> vampires, demons. But, I don't know, Angel is keeping my interest more right now. Oh, that's good. David Boreanaz. Um, well, maybe mm. that's why. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah. He's delicious. Mm. So. Uh, so that's, I think that's all we're watching, huh? Yep. So that's what we're watching, but what are we playing? I know you're still not playing Kirby's Epic Yarn. Because you haven't bought it yet. I need to buy it, though. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, you guys. I know we talked about it last time, but it's still on my mind. And I might have mentioned that I worked at a um, popular games retailer <laughs> last time for the holidays. And the problem with working at a store with stuff you like is that you want to buy the stuff you like. And your paycheck does not leave the store. <laughs> on that note, I got a new DSi XL. <laughs> I got the Super Mario 25th Anniversary DSi XL, and it's super shiny and pretty and red, and it has a fire flower on it. It's pretty awesome. It's adorable. It's like someone took a DS, and my husband says, someone took a DS and put an embiggen ray on it. They embiggened it, a la The Simpsons. To go with that, I have been borrowing Dragon Quest Nine, and I'm supposed to give it back tomorrow, but I'm only like eight hours into it, and Dragon Quest is like a hundred-hour game. Yeah, that's one I kind of wanted to play, because I hear it's amazing. Oh, yeah. But I have not had a chance. It's kind of fun because the characters actually wear what you equip them with. Oh, that's cool. And so it's like dress-me-up hero day time. Yeah. <laughs> and my hero, I was calling Lady Gaga for a while, because she wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> she was wearing underpants, so they were called blue knickers. Nice. And so she was, like, wandering around with just her underpants on, and I was like, nice. sup, Lady Gaga. Nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> and her chain mail over that. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> now all she needs is a meat dress. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to beg for another week on that at least until I can actually afford to buy it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because you can borrow, employees can borrow games from, you know, insert giant retailer name here. And I'll have to bring them back, but I'm going to be like, I don't have the money to buy this for a couple of weeks yet, y'all. Yeah. Um, Very cool, though. And also, I heard this other game came out this week. Oh, what's it called? Call of Duty. Ha! More like Call of Duty, am I right? Duty. <laughs> no, I'm just absolutely, totally, completely uninterested in playing this, but this is all I hear about. I've been selling massive numbers of copies of games. Which makes me sad. I know. I have opinions, people. I have opinions. Tell me, how do you feel about Call of Duty? Um, I feel it's military propaganda. Mm-hmm. It's training. It's training modules. That's what these games are. I don't approve. Yeah, I, I did approve. have a couple people in uniform come by it. Yeah, of course so. you did. <laughs> yeah. But it's insane uh, how popular this game is. It's insane. Yeah, well, and I have a problem because the, I, the Call of Duty that came out before this one had you kill innocent people in an airport Ooh. as part of your mission. You That's couldn't cool. continue in the game unless you did it. So, um, I disprove. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm a live and let live kind of girl, mm-hmm. but no child of mine will play that game. Yeah. Tell you what. But yeah, so Call of Duty came out, nobody cares. I mean, nobody in this podcast cares. Yeah. Just, it's not my kind of, no, and also, all my political leanings aside, it's not my kind of game. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly. what I play. Exactly. I play RPGs, strategy RPGs, mostly. Disgaea. A little bit of adventure games, yeah. like, like Zelda and the like. I don't... I don't play these first-person shooters. No. They don't I, interest me. Mostly because I don't like to feel like I'm shooting someone. We're stereotypical. <laughs> you know what we are? We're stereotypical girl gamers. I guess we are. Yeah. We're like, oh, RPGs. Oh, crazy. Yeah, but, but strategy RPGs. That's true. It's a little bit different. That's but, true. You know, I'm not a big Final Fantasy fan. <laughs> so, I hear you were at a convention last weekend. Yes, I was. How was it? Collision Con, which is an anime, gaming, and comic book convention in Schaumburg, Illinois. And it was their first year, and for a first year, I think it's pretty good. That's good. I went on Saturday, and uh, we stayed the night at the hotel, which was a pretty nice hotel. It was a Hyatt. And we had baby Warren with us. Oh, he heard you. He was asleep until that moment. That was pretty hilarious. So, what did you dress Warren as? So, we ended up dressing Warren up as Baby Mario. Oh. Um, I just bought overalls and a red sweater. And oh. then I made that hat that I mentioned. The It was like a pattern generator. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can link that in the show notes, I guess. Yeah, we had it linked last week, too. Yeah, so we'll just link it put again. the link in there again. And uh, it turned out super cute. And I put, uh, with felt and, like, hot glue, because mm-hmm. I was doing it at the last minute, <laughs> I put the, the little M emblem on the oh. hat. And it was funny, because we'd walk around, and we'd hear people, like, squealing, and be like, ah! And I knew, I knew that they were squealing, because there was a tiny baby. Little baby Mario. And Mario. And so there are pictures of that um, on my project page, and I, I actually started a thread yes. in, the, in the group, too. Yes, it is super cute. If you haven't seen Baby Warren as Baby Mario, go check it out. Yes. And there's even pictures of Jessica, so you can see what she looks like. <laughs> if you haven't seen it on her project page already. Yes. I love taking pictures of myself. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I'm You're cute. I'm vain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was Collision Con. It was really fun. The panels, I only got to go to one or two panels, mm-hmm. but they were pretty good. 
I went to the masquerade, and the masquerade seemed pretty solid. It's nice when you go to a new con and people are actually in costume. Yeah. Because a lot of times you go to a first-year con and, like, there aren't a lot of cosplayers for some reason. Well, let me tell you, um, I, I have a couple of words about first-year cons, um, and that is, it's a miracle if they're put on without the, the attendees seeing problems. Anywho. Um, so Collision Con, I, I call it a, a success. I'll go next year. Oh, that's awesome. Um, hopefully, I mean, it'll probably be bigger. Better. Yeah. Oh, and the coolest part of Collision Con was I got Lord Zed's autograph. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. You know, from Power Rangers. From Power Rangers. Yeah. It was great. That's pretty funny. He's this little old man now. He's so cute. Aww. Yeah, yeah. so that was exciting. And I will be heading, not this weekend, but next weekend to Chicago TARDIS for my doctor, to get my Doctor Who on. I had hotel reservations, but they didn't have to cancel them because I'm broke, which is sad, but we'll live. We have a babysitter for the weekend, so we can, uh, we can stay, we can still stay late and drink. Just one of us has to drive home. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I was so excited at Collision Con. My friend Ami bought me a gin and tonic. I was so excited. (laughs) I know. I I can drink again. I'm so excited about the... You know, I had the ability to uh, drink a gin and tonic. Yay. Because Max just took Warren up to the room and I went to the bar with her. Nice. I only had one, but it was it was exciting. I felt like a grown-up again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do believe that is it for our podcast this week. Yeah. Um, thanks it's for tuning exciting. in, everybody. Um, I'm not sure when our next podcast will be because we've got Thanksgiving, but it should be in two weeks. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. 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 Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. All you Americans out there, that's the the 84% of you who are Americans yeah. that are listening <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah, I check our stats. I'm like that. <laughs> and thanks. Okay, see you later. Bye. Find us online at www.revengeofthenits.com.